The Gospel of Gaslighting. This is Shannon the Faith Blogger. Gaslighting has been a verb on my mind for a while lately. Not just because we're so conditioned to it on a daily basis, but because I think most of us have been conditioned to do it too from time to time. The Bible says this whole world lies in the power of the evil one, and Satan does a really good job of convincing all of us that we are in control of our own lives and the lives of our loved ones. So naturally, gaslighting someone seems about as natural and homegrown as apple pie. It's easy to manipulate someone into questioning their own sanity when they're already wrestling with that question on a daily basis. For me, being bombarded by thoughts of self-doubt with an already critical low self-esteem damn near paralyzes me. So when I listen to a news story that I know is false, or I'm told something by someone near and dear to me that has my mind questioning itself over and over again, I know for sure I'm being gaslit. The Oxford Dictionary definition of gaslighting is to manipulate someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. And since it seems like gaslighting someone is almost as popular as the Enneagram, I figured I would break this topic down for us. Because for some reason, God wants me to talk to you about this. Not because it's socially relevant, but because I think a lot of us are falling prey to the devil's oldest trick in the book. Satan gaslit Eve in the garden by telling her that she could eat from the forbidden tree, leading her to question her own knowledge of God. Satan even disguises himself as an angel of light to throw off good Christians like you and me. The enemy is the master manipulator, the master dehumanizer, and the master evildoer. But the enemy is not our savior. Jesus is. And living counterculturally to this world as a red-letter Christian is exactly why gaslighting is such a convicting tool in the enemy's arsenal. That's why it's super-duper vital to hold every single thought captive to Christ. Because if you don't, you're going to be prey for the ultimate predator. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus has come so that you can have life and have it abundantly. And abundant living has nothing to do with gaslighting and everything to do with God-fearing. You can't call yourself a Christian and gaslight people. You know, we as Christians have to hold ourselves to the standard God has set for us, not the standard the world sets for us. The world wants nothing more than for us to gaslight and dehumanize on catastrophic levels. And Satan would love nothing more than for all of us Christians to give in to our flesh and throw caution to the wind. You know, Satan loves all of these suicides, mass shootings, and genocides all over the world. The enemy craves violence. The enemy craves division. You know what Jesus craves? A relationship with you. You remember that part in Job when God and Satan had a, you know, she's all that type of bet with each other? Remember Job's response? Remember how he told his wife to curse God and die? Remember when he cursed God and told him how awful he was for giving him sores and boils and killing all the members of his family? Remember when Job told the Lord that he was a dum-dum who didn't know anything? Probably not, since none of that happened. Job's wife told him to curse God and die. Job praised God and worshipped him, despite the sores and boils and the death of his family. And then Job answered the Lord and said, 
I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Yeah, I gaslit you in the beginning of that last paragraph, especially if you haven't brushed up on the book of Job in a while. But I did it to prove the point that it's so easy to gaslight someone. But I made sure to correct myself at the end with the word of God. Maybe if we all applied that kind of formula to our lives, we would be more careful about gaslighting someone unintentionally. But trust me, I've been around some master gaslighters, and you never see it coming until two weeks later and you're crying in a corner, hating yourself for calling someone out on the wrong they have clearly done. But you know what? Lucky for us, God, he never gaslights. God is a wonderful, sovereign father. He isn't about to tell you something that isn't true. He's God. God is truth. So the next time you feel like you're being gaslit by someone, ask God if you're being tempted. Odds are, you might be. Odds are, you're being manipulated. And I would be willing to bet the house that if you hold all of those thoughts and feelings captive to Christ, you would be overwhelmed with the peace that surpasses all understanding. You would be reminded that God is love, God is good, and God doesn't gaslight. reached the end of another episode of Shannon the Faith Blogger, the podcast. Connect with Shannon and read her latest blogs at shannonthefaithblogger.com. While you're there, sign up for Faith Blogger emails and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platform. Praying for you, sweet friend. See you on the next episode.